listener production. A pinch and a punch for the first of the month. How old are you, like 10? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Friday to you. Um, loose Fridays are often the case at work. And I've got to tell you, listening right now, we've, we've got a caller. I would, I would classify call of the year today, Matt. It's up there, isn't it? <laughs> um, and by up there, I mean at the top. He will be hard to beat. As you describe in the uh, segment itself, Australia's loosest bloke. <laughs> and Mate. I don't reckon you're far from wrong. Maybe joining us a little bit later on, which will be very nice. We've also got a little bit of mailbag in the mix as well, plus a mighty fine segment about fines. So uh, should we just jump straight in? Yeah, let's do it. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, I am a very big public transport advocate. Love a bit of pubby tea. I do. I really, really do. And the problem is, the problem is that I'm finding myself in Brisbane where public transport is not terrible, but it is not to the level that I would desire it mm. to be. Okay. Well, until is there's that, public teleportation, until the T stands for teleportation, we're still just going to be chasing our tails. I'm st- I mean, you can't buy a bus ticket with a credit card in Brisbane. <laughs> you, you, you caught the bus with me, remember? You're like, I don't yeah. have a go-card. And I'm like... There's no stores around here mm. for, for like 20 minutes walk that's going to sell you a go It's just ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Well, the, so. well, that's probably why when I said, hey, I don't have one of the cards, the bus driver was like, yeah, just get on. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> because there's no way that they could possibly charge you. And that all look like fools mm. to try and find you for it. All right. So Brisbane does need to step up its game. But I love, Melbourne's bro- love the same Brisbane. same with that, Mike. I know, situation. exactly. It's just silly. It's embarrassing. All right. But the problem is, if you, you give up on it, it's not going to get any better, is it? No, you've got to fight. You know, you've got to keep using it. So even there's times where I've been the only person on this on a bus in Brisbane, mm. my local bus, and I'm like, I've got to keep using it. I remember the um, the campaign, if you don't, you know, tap on or tap off, you're a ghost on the system. And they're looking at this and it's like, well, no one's using this train or tram or bus. We're not going to run it. it anymore. Exactly. So then you're going to do yourself out of a, out of a ride. So much to my detriment, I continue to punish myself by using the public transport because I want to set a standard. I want to set a standard that we need to keep using it. I want to. I want to start. You know, leave the car at home days. I want to. We want to make sure that we keep using it. But Let's do what I do, mate. I don't own a car, nor have I ever. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way of doing it. Well done. Um, but what we should be doing is taking a page out of the books of. Austria. Have you seen what they've been doing, Alex Dyson, with their public transportation? What's Austria's plan? Because I've been to Austria before. Little, um, been on a few little, what are they called? Pagolas? No, not Oh, cable cars. Cable car things. They go up the hills there. Well, okay. How about this? Lick your lips at this, buddy. Mm. One year's free public transportation. All you got to do is get a tattoo. What? Yep. Austria's offered free public transportation for one year for people willing to get the name of its local travel pass, Klima Ticket, tattooed on their body. Whoa. Like anywhere? I guess so, but you'd probably want it somewhere (laughs) that you'd want to show the driver. (laughs) 
<laughs> you wouldn't want to have to derobe every no. time you hopped on the bus. No, no, we don't. We wouldn't want any uh, pubic transport tattoos. <laughs> PT pubic tattoos. So yeah. this deal was offered by Austria's climate minister Leonor Gewisser. Gewessler, um, to promote the campaign. Leonor herself got a tattoo at a music festival last weekend, um, but it was only a temporary one. Oh, classic politician. I know. Just right? pretending to put the money where the mouth is just for the ribbon cutting and then you're out of there. I mean, like the Brisbane card is the go card. So I, like, I, I reckon, I reckon Mikey has got the best kind of, cause Mikey sounds like a partner that you met in a, on a Europe you know, or a Japanese kind of, mm. uh, you know, friance. Is that the word? Friance? Dalliance? Dalliance, whatever. Somewhere. You've, you've, you've gone overseas. You've met someone called Mikey. Yeah, a little Danish and, you know, backpacker. You know, every, yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, what's Mikey? You're like, oh, just the one that got away. <laughs> and then uh, and then you get on the bus that didn't get away, yeah. that you caught on time. Yeah, I just pay him to take me for a ride. <laughs> oh, Oh, okay. Oh. Well, well, uh, people people are saying that uh, that Leonor is exploiting young people and using their skin to advertise her political agenda. Which, I mean, when you put it like that, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. Henrik Brandstotter, an MP for Austria's Neos Party, said offering people money for putting advertising under their skin reveals an unacceptable view of humanity from a government minister. I mean, there's a pretty strong <laughs> words there. They didn't mince them. <laughs> they did not mince them. You could not make those words into a sausage. <laughs> they were not minced. <laughs> So anyways, look, think of it what you will. I think it's great. Look, the main thing is I think it's really important that we promote public transport, that we make it accessible, mm. we make it regular, and we try to get people off the roads in their vehicles as much as possible. So anything that does that is good. Whether whether it means ink beneath the <laughs> epidermis, uh, we'll leave that up to well, you. Well, we don't know. We can, you can figure that up for yourselves. But yes, uh, we thought we'd ask you still, what's the weirdest reason you've gotten a tattoo? And Heath got in touch with us. Hello. You got a tattoo for an unusual reason, Heath. Yes, I did. I got a very unusual tattoo. To get Wait, a to get into a DZ Death Ray show? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they posted, it was like four years ago, and they posted on their Instagram Sorry, story, I'm just laughing because like, you sound like someone who would get a tattoo. <laughs> to get into, to a, get DZ into a DZ Death Ray show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it was. A, <laughs> yeah, well, I knew I knew a bloke who was a good mate of mine that had a eBay yeah. tattoo gun down at Seven Mile Beach. So I was like, oh yeah, it is yeah. a cheap way and to so get in. What do you have to get? Do you have to get your ticket or your yeah. QR code? You know, on. No, he got like they had this weird like stick figure holding two thumbs up, just saying <laughs> "Have a nice show, Simon." And I have no idea who this Simon guy is, but. <laughs> I've got it on my leg. So, so you showed the person at the box office your leg and said, there's my there's my ticket. And what did they say? Yeah, well, as soon as DZ put the story up, I was like, all right. Like, I messaged him. I'm like, because mm. it was at the Republic Bar in Hobart. So I was like, so if it, even if it's sold out, do I still get let in? And they're like, yeah, just send us a photo of you getting it or it on you. So <laughs> I bloody, um, yeah, went down there, got that done. And then, yeah, sent it to them. They're like, all right, your name's on the door. Just show, yeah. You just got to show them the tattoo when you walk in. 
So, but as soon as I walked in, the drummer Shane, he was like, because you know, oh, there's like green room. Yep. I know that Matt has been in there before because I've been to one of Matt's shows in the Republic Bar. But, but you didn't get you didn't get the tattoo for mine. Fair enough. <laughs> Shows who you're loyal to, Heath. Jeez. Ah. <laughs> uh, Trust me, Matty boy, I bloody would have <laughs> put the option out there, but <laughs> I'd do anything for a bloody free show, mate. <laughs> well, well, we'll put the word out, man. Would you be happy to get any more tattoos if people would um, let you into stuff or give you stuff? 100%. I'm all for it. I still, I've actually got my own eBay tattoo gun now and all the different, well, I haven't. Wow. It's sort of. But it came with 40 different inks, and they've sort of been sitting in my cupboard for a few years. So don't know if, like, tattoo ink has an expiry date, but... I don't know. There's what only you... one way to find out, I suppose. Right. Mate, <laughs> I'm going to... We're going to put the feelers out, all right? I'm going to put the feelers out. We, we get a lot of great brands sponsoring the podcast. We know a, real, a lot of really good Aussie bands, you know? Yeah. We'll put the word out. We'll try and get a list of things... That you could get a tattoo for to get something for free, for free. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'll be the first one to get it. And like. let, let's see how much free stuff we can okay, get you yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just ink me up. Just... <laughs> All right. Well, well, okay. You heard it from Heath. Uh, if you've got an offer, a proposal that he cannot refuse, uh, get in touch with us at mad.and.alex. We'll put our own feelers out as well. Heath. <laughs> That was amazing. I hope you enjoyed the DZ Death Race shows, mind you. Oh, man, I went there because I've seen them heaps before. I mm. literally went there, watched two of their songs and left. So it was gone. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got a tattoo for two songs? Yeah, you know, man. I'm, I'm one of those kind of people that's just like, you know, I just do things when they pop up. Just and, do okay. things. Okay. Well, Heath. The man who does things joining us on All Day Breakfast. We really appreciate it, mate. And uh, no doubt we'll be in touch with you soon. Too easy, mate. Sounds good. Legend. Thanks, Heath. <laughs> All right. Spot oh on. My God, You're a champion, mate. So we might funny. keep your number and keep checking in with you if that's all yeah, right. Yeah, that was yeah. so funny. Just underneath it, I've got the um, cheek from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the Super Punch. <laughs> Well, you always play GTA. You can never remember how to super punch. It's like, oh, yeah. better, better get that inked on. Yeah, it's like up, left, X, triangle, R1, 0, 0, 0, L2. I was looking at it just then. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. Catch you later, bro. <laughs> Bye. Well, Matt, I think we, we just talked to Australia's loosest bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to Heath again. Honestly, give us a reason. Hit us up at matt.and.alex. Anything to get Heath back on. Copped any uh, fines recently, Matt? No, I haven't. Been driving um, well, been parking well. You haven't been, haven't been pulled up by the fashion police, given a fine for anything? <laughs> Um, no, I have not. I'm trying to think. I haven't been in trouble with the law for a very long time, actually. I would have thought the fashion police would take an issue with the cod piece you're currently wearing today. Uh, but hey, bring it back. The cod piece? <laughs> Is a cod piece like the 
It's like a cricket box, isn't it, that you wear? <laughs> yeah, I think it yelled Romeo and Juliet days. They, <laughs> people would rock a mad cod piece. Oh, Why man. did they do that? Was that protection of some sort or was it like I don't know, uh, but I'll tell you what. We brought back Legionnaires hats. We brought back the perm. I reckon it's almost time that we brought back the cod piece. Oh, my God. There's like leather ones you can get wrapped around that look kind of... <laughs> BSM, SMBD-ish. What, what is BSM? SMB? NSFW? BDSM. BDSM, that's it. CSIRO? <laughs> anyway, that's irrelevant to anything I was saying. Because um, my good friend, um, Kyron Wheatley, a.k.a. Kiss Me Sweetly, um, copped a fine. Oh, no. What did he get day. fined for? Well, Please don't tell me you got fined for driving in the right-hand side of the lane. You know I've got... You know that triggers me. Yeah, you've got issues with that. No, no, no. He, um... You actually, it's one of those things you can get, you get nominated. Like if you're driving someone else's car and you cop a fine and they get this thing and go, oh my God, this wasn't me driving. This was mm. Matt O'Kine using my car. Type in the Matt O'Kine, his license number and you know, oh, this yeah. guy can get you the, your demerits and your fine. Current cops are fine saying, oh, you were seen driving in, you know, Bannockburn or something and go on this speed and this, this person's nominated you as the driver. Looks at the person who's nominating the driver and it's like Billy McGee, right? <laughs> Billy McGee has nominated him. Like, I, was like, I have no idea who Billy McGee is. <laughs> I've never been to Bannockburn. <laughs> this isn't the fine. This isn't the fine. Like, how, how can they just nominate me? So he says back and says, if you'd like to challenge this, you know, let us know. And he's like, I've never been there. I don't know me, Billy McGee. This is obviously wrong. Um, <laughs> um, so he clicks on, you know, reject fine. Thank you. Gets the uh, message back from, <laughs> from Vic Rhodes. Your rejection of the fine has been rejected. <laughs> <laughs> you need to provide you evidence. You can reject that... me, I reject you. <laughs> exactly. I reject your rejection, sir. <laughs> and is now you need to provide evidence that it, it wasn't you. And he's like, oh my goodness. And he, wait, 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 wait. I didn't know that this, shouldn't it go back to the person that got the fine? Yeah, it should. <laughs> but with all these data leaks and stuff now, Kyron was a, with a particular Australian telecommunications company oh. who had quite the leaky boat recently. <laughs> oh no. People's license numbers are out everywhere. <laughs> So he reckons old Billy boy, old Billy McGee, <laughs> looking around, oh, who's this? this is an interesting name, Pop, pops it into the system, says it's the fight. He's getting well, the fight. Well, hold on. You, last time I took a lift with you, I was like, sick wheels, bro. Whose car who's, is this? Whose whip are you riding? And whose was it? I mean, I was driving Karen's car, yes. You're Billy McGee. I'm not Billy McGee. <laughs> I swear I'm not Billy McGee. I have a very safe... Driver. In fact, when I was driving Matt O'Kine Van Man, given Triple J listeners lifts to Soundwave Festival, one of the listeners leaned from the back and said, you drive like a nana. So it's, <laughs> I'm not the lead foot in this world. So I, there's no way I could be Billy McGee. But how, wow, how weird so is that? that? It's guilty until proven, isn't it? Innocent. You can't send it back to the person who's like, nah, this dude did it. <laughs> They're like, bro, he said you did it. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't. He's like, well, he said you did. So give us the little cash. Thank you. Pretty unbelievable. So what Karen's going to do, have you, ever, have you ever had to fork a bill for someone, to fork a fine for someone? 
I haven't I haven't jumped across anyone and taken a bullet for anyone's fine. <laughs> no. Well, I but, mean, because I mean, Maga, my friend, she she got like she got me. I think two parking tickets. She was driving she, your, your whip, your van but around. But she definitely, you know, she forked it because okay. there was no way I was let, I was paying those. <laughs> I got a pretty clean sheet, man. I ain't copping anything for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I haven't I haven't had to hit the fine for someone. No, but it's just it's just wild. So he's um, he's just not going to pay it, but hopefully it doesn't go further. Oh, he's going to go to court. Can yeah. we represent him? Well, he's him? saying, oh, take me to court. I, I would love <laughs> to stand up in court. And get you to, you know that. He's finding the text. He had like the um the renovator coming around to his house, like to do the kitchen. He's got texts like, yeah, I'm downstairs. Yeah, come in. Like at that time, he's meant to be out at Bannockburn. Oh, he's got the proof. Man, I can't wait for him to drop the, the what is it, the portfolio, the dossier or something of evidence. <laughs> yeah, just, just dropping it. Just it on. <laughs> and here you'll find your honor. Uh, <laughs> The CCTV footage of me yep. taking the bins out <laughs> when the alleged incident took place. Yeah. So we asked you, when did you cop a fine that wasn't yours? Beck said they put in a typo in the number plate section on my ticket, and I argued that it wasn't mine, even though the picture was of me. Success. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you didn't cop a fine that was yours, is the... Uh, clearly Beck with the Beck. sunglasses on, giving the <laughs> finger to the camera as it goes past, but they got the typo. Ellie, my brother used my car and got two speeding fines. He then flew out to live in America the next day, so I was stuck with it. Oh, no, that's annoying. Angus said my number plate was stolen, and I received about five fines that the thief racked up in my name. Gosh, God, that's yes, a quick... They, well, they had to get away from the scene, obviously, didn't they? Absolutely. Speed away. Britt said I copped nearly a $20,000 fine for dumping rubbish, but it wasn't me. Luckily, I proved it and didn't have to pay 20 Whoa! grand. 20 grand for dumping rubbish? Is this like the kind of fridge on the pavement Maybe. business? Yeah. Whoa, 20 grand. That's that's a lot. Uh, Wes said the dog who bought my van. Oh, sorry. Uh, I believe he's talking about a person. Uh, I should have said the dog. Uh, the dog who bought my van didn't change the rego straight away, so I kept getting toll fines. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, and Kylie got in touch too. G'day, Kylie. Hello. Kylie, um, you kept getting some fines that weren't yours. Yeah, um, I got three speeding fines and a red light camera fine from my ex after we'd broken up. So that was fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Why did no. I had to go to court? Three speeding <laughs> fines and a red light. He really wanted to get away from this relationship, didn't he? <laughs> sorry. No, that's oh, not. Oh, God. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's <laughs> completely inappropriate. Kylie has taken the time on Matt and Alex's Instagram to answer our question, very kindly talking to us. What? Get her here and roast our listeners. <laughs> anyway, Kylie, was it over like a period of weeks, months? What was happening? No, they all came in at the same time. So they all happened within like, I guess, a couple of weeks of each other. Mm. And then one of them, oh, actually, no, that's a lie. The red light camera happened quite a few months before, but because it was, it got sent to my old address, I didn't get notified. So uh. the notification I had was that I've been summoned to court due to oh, a no. outstanding fine. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. Was he a dangerous driver while you were together? No, no. I think it was one of those, like, to be fair, it went from like a 50 to a 40 zone between certain times of the day. But the red light So just speeding through like, school zones there, yep. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, three of them and a red light. I don't know. This sounds 
pretty... Maybe it's a blessing in disguise that it's all, all over now. Red light? Oh, red flag. So. That's what I'll tell you, Kylie. Good work. Red um, light, red flag. <laughs> that's it. Well, thank you very yeah, much for chatting seriously. to us. Thanks, guys. Well, it's the end of another week and time to dip into the Matt and Alex mailbag. Matt's pull out the envelope, open it up. What correspondence do we have at the moment? Well, the first message that we got is from uh, Yuka Marita. UCA Marita? Yuka Marita? Anyways, <laughs> it's about mother and son. Uh, Yuka Marita says, Hi, Matt and Alex and Bron. I have a game with my husband where we try and guess where something is filmed. Car ads are the best for this, but as we were watching Mother and Son, I recognised the street and said to my husband that it was Padstow. He didn't believe me. Then we saw Pod Cafe, a cafe me and my husband go to all the time. Then he realised I was right. Can't believe the show was filmed in my hood. Just making me enjoy the show even more. That is right. Hold up. Pod Cafe, that wasn't just some, like, Easter egg that you hid in there because you do a <laughs> podcast. Because all these, everyone in the yeah, background check, of shots, you always have little things like If the, you check the waiter's name tags, you'll see that Matt and Alex are the ones <laughs> serving at Pod Cafe. And on the menu is an all-day breakfast. There you um, go. Nah, that's just a coincidence. We did have to, you do have to, like, you'll see also that the... One of the, one of the variety shops is just called the Pad Variety Shop mm. because you've got a... You can't have the real names of things. And actually, sometimes the signage, CGI. You do special effects really? over some of the signage. So, like, everything's completely legit, but then the, the shop will be called some random shop name, and it's actually special effects. And I tell you what, it costs a lot of money just to put a fake <laughs> shop sign on a shop, and every time you think, God, why are we wasting this money covering up the name of this fruit shop? But anyways, <laughs> we didn't have happened. any of these. It could have got into the uh, <laughs> the lead character's salary. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Hey, could have weeded out some of the brown M and M's in my <laughs> rider. <laughs> Angela also got in touch. What setting did you realize was actually accidentally on? Was something we had uh, talked about earlier in the week. Angela said, "I used to teach a child with a hearing impairment, so I had to wear a microphone connected to her hearing aid." The amount of time she heard me swearing at the computer or whinging about the class when I forgot to mute the mic. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, Angela. Sitting at her desk marking the things. Oh, these little shits. I can't wait to get out of here. Uh, miss. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Angela. <laughs> That's probably also about the, uh, the topic, when should you have been fired but weren't. DJ got in touch with us as well uh, with regards to choosing the wrong school. This is something that I'm going through. Um, and DJ, you know, my partner and I are really trying to figure out which school to go. There's benefits to some. There's, every school has benefits and negatives, and we just we don't know which ones to, you know, prioritize. DJ says, hey, gang, just heard Matt's school choice dilemma on this week's potty. Don't know if this is going to help, but growing up in Gosnells, WA, there were two choices being public or private high school. The public one had a portable police station at the front. You had to go through every morning to get checked before entering, which put me off going there. So I picked to go to the private one, where one of the teachers was arrested in front of us and marched out of the school premises. So good luck, Matteo. Oh Thanks, DJ. <laughs> well, why go to the police station when they can come to you? Like that's... Well, the problem is, is it's that like age-old question. You walk 
into a hairdresser's, you see one hairdresser with a bad haircut and one with a good haircut. Who do you get your hair cut off? You go the one with the bad one because the guy given good haircuts doesn't do himself. He's given it to the other dude. And there it's like, hmm, where would the criminals in town teach at? Probably the one further away from the police station, I would assume. So there you go, DJ. Uh, you haven't helped me at all, <laughs> DJ, but thank you very much for getting in touch with the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can also get your wonderful voice right here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast by sending a voice memo if uh, you hear anything that piques your interest. Uh, this week, we've got a message regarding whenever you had to legally break into something. Uh, we've got a message from Dave. G'day, Matt and Alex and Bron. Hope you're well. Love the show. Uh, just messaging in regarding the whenever you had to do a legal break-in. It's not myself, but my wife had to do one. Uh, she locked the keys in the house um, and then looked everywhere. There was no open windows except for the bathroom window, which was a little small. Uh, so she couldn't actually fit through it, but our four-year-old daughter could fit through it. So she gave a boost to my four-year-old daughter who climbed through the window in the bathroom and then climbed into the house onto the kitchen, onto the bathroom sink uh, and then uh, was told to run to the front door to unlock the front door. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Yes. There oh, you go. I'm just heroes. imagining the training. The next <laughs> next thing you, they bloody booked a suite at the Bellagio Casino in <laughs> Vegas. It's like, hey, what you do is you just get inside this fake box and then when you open it in the safe room, you go and... I'm more concerned about the first day at daycare on Monday, you know, going in. What'd you do on the weekend? Oh, I broke into the house. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, mummy just lifted me through the bathroom window and I broke in. That's very nice stuff. Thank you, Dave. And thank you, everyone, for sending us a DM, whether or not it's in the mailbag or not. We really appreciate your correspondence on the show. Hey, that's it for another week of All Day Breakfast, but... Do stay with us. We've got a big one next week as well. Yeah, absolutely. We cannot wait to see you then. Until then, hope you have a great weekend. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.